to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Check waifu waifu MDW Is that you? What's up TJW? This is episode 187 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu As always it's brought to you by Lube Complex and Don't Talk Shop.com Make sure you go to LubeComplex.com and Don't Talk Shop You can get Lube Complex actually at Spencer's too Make sure you go to Spencer's Check out Lube Complex um, Take a picture of it Tag us in your picture of your Lube Compacts merch We really appreciate that Um this is episode 187 of Mike Check Wife Wife with the Anime Podcast. It's also brought to you by our Patreon producers. Hey, tell. Guess what? Yeah. One What's of the, up? One of the goats, bro. Shout out to our friend, Saphir, who's been rocking with us for a fucking very long time. I can't tell you the episode he started hundreds of episodes back. He always show us love. So shout out to Saphir for becoming a new producer of Mike Check Wife Wife Food. Brother, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting this month of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Make sure you guys go to Patreon.com and check out all the bonus features you get there, including the After Story podcast, completely uncensored, unedited. Well, a little bit of edit um, to see what we be uh, what we've been doing in our life. Episode fifty two of, of the After Story podcast just released. Um, before I release, before I say the uh, other Patreon producers, we're gonna talk about. The Patreon real quick. We just, what did I title that episode? Something crazy. I always title After Story kind of crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. After Story 52, catching up with PNK. <laughs> PNK. That sounds like a clothing line. Wait a minute. Um, right. And then we got Tells Bungo Stray Dog Season 4, Episode 2, Watch Along. So if you're watching Bungo Stray Dogs and you want to watch it with uh, one of our hosts, Tell, uh, go ahead and check that out. It's up there. And uh, guess what, guys? Might as well say it now. So I can commit to doing it. I want to do a read along of a manhwa on Patreon. So that's going to be sick. I'm not going to share that here. Well, how am I supposed to? I want to know which one it oh, is. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. All right. All right. It's going to be fire, though. It's going to be fire because I got a nice idea. So make sure you support our Patreon and get early access to the video versions of this. Access to the podcast exclusive to Patreon, the after story. And... The watch-alongs and read-alongs, stuff like that. All kinds of bonus content. We've been working hard to get the Patreon together. And we appreciate y'all for support. Let's get the, to the rest of these producers. Shout out to the rest of the producers. A.B. and Brown. Dre the Goat G, who's in Houston, which we need to just link up with one of these days. Right. Johnny from Shogo High. Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture. Explicitly from Explicitly.com. Monique Williams and our boy Nachi. What's up, Nachi? Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. Truly couldn't do it without y'all. Again, we are grinding on Patreon right now. So, if you want to support us at a dollar or above, we would appreciate it. But we do give you a lot of content there, so feel free to check that out. Um, it's worth it. Tell, how you feeling, brother? Man, like I told you, uh, before we start recording, I told Polo it's been a, a, a busy week for your boy. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, let's be real. I ain't going to say busy because it ain't really been too busy. Just normally my anime days. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, 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 yeah, my anime days was taken up. So uh, I had to kind of really, really crunch some stuff in. But um, it's been a good week overall. Overall, uh, I put on because I had lost some weight. So I put on five pounds. Okay. Okay. Which so is we, what you want to do. We back up a little bit. Um, not everybody know, but you know, competition comes in April. Uh, competition. I'm competing at 164 to 185 is the is the weight range. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be taller than just about everybody there, unless they extremely extremely cut. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited because I feel like this is gonna be a a big step for me. So yeah, how about you, Polo? How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Um, we talked about this on the after story podcast but we got a gaming youtube channel uh that just dropped some content today i just recorded uh some more content for for there right now right now it's just a couple of uh is it worth it videos for uh mmo so if you're in the mmos check out that the channel is uh mike uh it's not mike check i'm, I'm tripping is uh youtube.com slash respect games that's r-e-s-p-e-c games g-a-m-e-s um check us out there it's a brand new youtube channel so we would appreciate your sub over there if if you can, um, more gaming content from literally both me, Tell, and all my gaming homies. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, make sure y'all check that out. But yeah, I, I just been, I've been relaxing. I think I might, I think I might stream again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, in a couple of weeks, I think a new class on BDO come out. So that'll be the perfect time to go back to that. Yeah, they did just announce a, a class for BDO Mobile, but I don't know if that if that timeline is the same. So, again, a little sidetrack, but for those of you that don't know, BDO is, a, is an MMO I, I play, I stream a lot of, or did stream a lot of. And it, what it did is they, they released something called a Twin Classes. So it's it's a a, qua, a class called Wusa and her twin sister, uh, Megu. So they're both twins, and they released one on mobile, uh, last month No Yeah last month And they released one on The PC version Last month as well So what they're doing now Is they're releasing The other twin On each other console If that makes sense So mm-hmm. Wusa came to PC first Megu came to Mobile Now they're releasing Megu on PC And putting Wusa on mobile So It's pretty, smart though It's genius It's absolutely <laughs> genius So That's what's going on there But yeah, I'm, I'm picking up the stream soon. Twitch.tv slash Polo Bornfly. Follow me there. A lot of anime, man. About 30-something anime we've watched. Again, if we ain't do it, who will? You know what I mean? I, I don't swear. I, I saw somebody just say, uh, was it Shogo High? Uh, Johnny gave us a shout-out. He was saying, hey, if you need to hear about the anime that not everybody is watching, but you want the breakdown on it, Go to Mike Check Wife Wife when we, we appreciate y'all over Definitely. at Show Go High every single time. Love uh, y'all give us so much love, and y'all know what we do. Hey, y'all know what we do. Yeah, um, we appreciate it because I, you know, not a lot of people can do it. <laughs> so <laughs> to be honest, we we figured if we can, we we try our best to give y'all something to watch every week um, and find some stuff that you will you will enjoy. I got some stuff to talk about here that I just was like kind of blown away by and and it's so crazy because it's all extremely simple right like it's extremely simple concepts that you obviously have seen before i mean especially us like we watched 
hundreds and hundreds of anime. <laughs> so like we've seen every single trope there is, but some of them are doing them so different this season and so well that I, I just can't help but to uh, want to discuss it. But tell first and foremost, episode of the week. Um, so episode of the week this week for me was relatively easy. I went with uh, Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. Okay, okay, okay. I'm glad you didn't choose one other. Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. Um, what's that about? All right. So Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. Um, the first episode struck me as like a slice of life anime. Um, basically, it's about a, a little girl who uh, a, a, a little girl is our main protagonist. Uh, she grows up uh, pretty quickly after that. She's 15, I think, in the second episode. But basically, what happens is is a uh, we start off with an explanation as to what um, this was called silver sugar is basically it's a world of humans and fairies. Uh, what ends up happening is like the humans overrun the fairies because they're scared of scared of fairies. Fairies got too much power. So they start killing and taking over the fairies and slaving them, that kind of stuff. Basically, um, we find out that the fairies wings are like their heart. So that's how they enslave the fairies. Essentially, uh, this little girl wants to become, uh, a candy maker like her mother her mother believed in you know essentially letting the fairies be who they want to be um and and live freely amongst humans because that's that's essentially how it is but uh she uh wants to find and become this silver sugar candy maker because uh it's a belief in in their world that um once a year when someone dies their mother just died a month ago that uh basically if you uh, give them or or give a tribute of this sugar uh, candy that their souls go to heaven basically that's all it is it's like a fairy tale about how to get her mother's soul to heaven and it's like a, a nice tribute to that uh, but interesting. also I shared a picture on Twitter I'm not sure if anybody's seen it because I know how the algorithm is shaking shit up right now but <laughs> yeah, very um, the, the, the main uh, male protagonist looks like what Kirito wish he looked like in Alfheim. Um, so it's kind of funny. But <laughs> it, the, visually, I love the art style of it. Um, the world is actually kind of cool. Um, the fairies do remind me <laughs> of black people, especially the main fairies. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, bro. But it's actually extremely, uh, it's, it's wholesome, but it's like, in, in these episodes, you get a nice mix of almost what feels like I said a slice of life just regular anime like you don't kind of they just chilling they hanging out and then you get a little bit of action um well the second episode we got action we hadn't got before but the art style and the motion of it is really nice um see the episode the second episode is what gave me the, the I wanted to give it episode a week for interesting okay okay so I'm gonna cheat a little bit with the episode of the week if you don't mind um, do your thing brother so it and I, this is how I cheat with the episode of the week because I always get on tell for choosing multiples of stuff. And I hate it. I hate when he do that. So I'm about to be a hypocrite. Um, so it started off with my episode of the week being one that came out finally that we, that we were kind of waiting on to come out. Um, there's about three shows that we were waiting on to come out. But mm-hmm. one that I was waiting on specifically is A Slice of Life called Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. It came out early in the week, finally. I watched it, fell in love with this show. Now, I'm going to just talk about this show before I get into my actual episode of the week. Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible is the trope of um, the main character who is 
the main character who's basically his name is Junta. He's uh, literally invisible. Like he's not literally invisible. Let me let me rephrase that. He's invisible to normal people. For some reason, people just can't seem to notice him because he's just uh-huh. that plain. Like just that plain. Like it's it's so bad that teachers don't even. He has to go up to a teacher at the end of class to ask them the questions just so they make sure that they know he's there in class, even though he's never missed a day of school in his entire high school career. Or middle school, I can't, I can't remember which one they're in. And it's very interesting. He sits in the back of the class. Nobody recognizes him. He even goes to like the convenience store to buy some food. He puts the food on the table. He The the the, the cashier looks up, don't see anybody there, but he's really standing right there in front of him. <laughs> so it's like, it's literally like he's invisible for real, but he's actually not. Um, Now, you have this girl named Kubo who sits mm-hmm. next to him in class. She's a very popular, very pretty girl who everybody seems to love and respects and notice. She's good at, she's athletic. She's, you know, good grades, et cetera, et cetera. The usual trope. She obviously noticed him constantly. And she, I, I guess you can call it messes with him, but this isn't like Nagatoro messes with, like the bully style or uh, Yuzuki Chai, the annoying style. It's the style of kind of cutesy, um, you can tell, and this is obvious, it's, it's as plain as day, that, and, and even in episode one, which is the only episode that we have out right now, that she likes him in some way. And it's so fucking wholesome and so adorable that I just couldn't help but to fall in love with the show from the moment one of me watching it. It's really, really good. Really, really good. Because this guy's just like, okay, well, don't nobody notices me. So he just kind of just kind of pander panders around and move on with his life. He's a good character. He's just chilling, just minding his business. And here, here comes this girl. And it's just like there's so many moments in the show where you're just like, oh, that was nice. Oh, that was nice of her. Oh, that was just nice. And it was just, I watched it with a smile on my face the entire time. Then, as I kept watching, anime. Saturday came. Saturday. Mm-hmm. If you're an anime watcher of this winter season, you know Saturdays are crazy. Use Annie List. I'm telling you, it helps a lot. But Saturday, I looked at my Annie List and saw about nine or ten episodes of stuff <laughs> of, of of shows populate on my Annie List. I'm like, oh shit! So I started watching stuff until I finally got to my episode, of, my actual episode of the week, which is <laughs> the Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Yeah, I hey, look. Hey, hear me out. Yes, and I can agree with that for sure. Banger. It's already probably two of my favorite characters of the entire season so far, in general. Period. Both the angel and the in our in our main guy are incredible characters. Like I absolutely love these first two episodes. Um, more than I thought I would, but it's really really fucking good. So that's my actual episode of the week. Long story short, are are we gonna have to slide the angel next door into a spoiler talk? Because I, I I do have to say, um, it's something about that anime I just love, dude. Yeah, we we gonna have to slide into spoiler talk. Let's uh let's transition. What is gonna be the spoiler talk of the new winter season? We still got my hero. Mm-hmm. My hero could still be it, because ironically. And this is unironic. Is, is that the word? Is that the way I want to use it? Un- unironically or ironically, whatever. 
my this episode of my hero was my absolute favorite the entire of my season, hero of of the entire season this is my absolute favorite mm-hmm. and it's very interesting to even think about but i really 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 do want to i really do want to say that this is my favorite episode i don't know why or do i maybe i do maybe i don't i don't know it was just for me that episode was so good it was so good so well paced Obviously, we'll talk about that later. That's going to be spoiler talk. So my hero, for real. Um, All right. And then maybe, yeah, the angel next door spoils me riding. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. And we'll just find one more. Maybe uh, Misfit Demon King. Yes. Yes, Montel. Yes. Um, Misfit Demon King is really good. I will say this. It's a lot of fucking dialogue. In Misfit Demon King. A lot of dialogue. I don't know. I, I felt like it wasn't enough dialogue. No, it was almost. too much. That shit was too what, much. Was it? Not, I, not I, in a bad way. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't feel like it was too much. I really enjoyed mm. all the dialogue. But yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go. Uh, let's talk about it when we get to spoiler talk. Let's do that. Okay. So what I did was I solicited some questions. Not really questions, but I asked a question on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. Um, shows you guys are excited for. What mm-hmm. like what apps? What do you look forward to every week? Um, Till also asked basically the same question on Instagram. You said you got a couple of answers there. Yeah, I got about three answers. Talk to me. Uh, so I asked this question. You know, recording day. I asked uh, first of all episode of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob J said Angel Next Door. Oh, Q yeah, TJ uh, said episode of week was My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. But. Mm. Y'all know our boy uh, Jay Lee Trey said his mo- his most excited ones were Tomo China's a girl, the Ice Guy and his female colleague, Villain Saga season two, <laughs> Bungo Stray Dogs, Way of the House Husband, Blue Lock, My Hero Academia season six part two, and Revengers. Good hits and good starts. Minus Blue Lock, that was almost flawless. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jay Lee been rocking with Blue Lock. Sure. Um, and I, I ain't mad at him. You know, you like what you like, yeah. but his, his a lot of this is is on point. The way the house husband, I've already uh, watched it. Great slice of life. Um, I mean, I've read it too, but it's a it's to me it's a, it's a truly funny slice of life. So that's one of the ones in here I think is slept on. Well, probably not for our timeline, but it's a real good one. Mm. Yeah, I, he with TJ got. Uh, the shows he excited for here and the ones he's kind of interested in, which is awesome. UCJ, shout out to you. We appreciate you for rocking with us as always, brother. He says uh, shows I'm excited for my hero because he's a he's a manga reader. Revenger, mm-hmm. Buddy Daddies, Vinland Saga, and Blue Lock. Outside of Blue Lock, that's almost flawless too. Um, and I don't know, I haven't seen Buddy Daddies yet. Uh, kind of interested in Spy Room, Spy Classroom. Kubo mm-hmm. won't let me be invisible. Watch it, Huey TJ. If you haven't yet, it's adorable. I think you'll like it. High card. I keep hearing high card. I keep forgetting to watch it. That's one that I missed that I regret missing. Um, I watched Tomo- that. I'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. Tomo Chan is a girl. That's one I wanna uh that's one I wanna give a shout out to because I like that one. And the ice guy and his cool female colleague. Love that one. And last but not least, he tops it off with I want an Isekai. Bruh, you got plenty to choose from. <laughs> it's a, 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 a what is it? A plethora. A onslaught, a yeah. plethora. Uh, I will say this: avoid the handyman one. Avoid the handyman one because it's again, as I said last week, it's just a, a 
structured amount of short stories that and when I say short stories, it's not like Comey can't communicate, Huey TJ. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's not like Comey can't communicate where it's broken up into maybe two or three halves and they're all kind of like, it's all a coherent story. It's like seven or eight different mini, mini stories. So then they're like three to four minutes each and they just jump around and it's fucking annoying. It gets so annoying, dude. But I mean, if you haven't seen By the Grace of God, uh, season two is out right now. That's really good. And um, chilling in my thirties, getting uh, mm-hmm. after getting fired from Dean Kings. That's not Isakai. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, farming, uh, farming life in another world. I think you'll like that one too. I'm enjoying that one a lot. I'm enjoying that one a lot. Uh, let's see. Let's find somebody else. And and it's also if you like uh, Isakai, what is it called? It's one that I'm watching. That's actually. Pretty solid. It's the the genius girl reborn in another world. That one is actually pretty solid on on points to Izakai. She doesn't know quite know at least as far as we know that that she's been reborn in another world. But that's actually a pretty good one as well. Oh, interesting. Okay, there you go. Um, let's highlight uh where Matt beat. <laughs> where Matt beat. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he says uh, I'm looking forward to Buddy Daddies. This little uh. This little is mess. I, I'm assuming he mean this little one is messing up the whole operation they got going. And he says, uh, and chilling in my 30s. <laughs> the two very solid episodes so far. It's funny to see the uh, demon general struggle without Dario. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Spoiler for it's fine. You know, all will be all right. It's not that bad. It really is. It's really is a hilarious show. It's really a good one. And then I want to slide into. Uh, the, the final one, which is then leading to a conversation that Tell can have here for you guys. But as uh, can Tell give an update on Gun- um, Gundam Witch for Mercury now that season one is over? And he says, also, this season has a lot of great surprises. Even now, still discovering new stuff like campfire cooking. The uh, oh, yeah, campfire cooking is one of the new ones. We'll talk about that a little bit later. The fire hunter, um, Kana and the great snow sea and high card. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, that campfire cooking. Okay. But, tell, give us an update on the Wish from uh, Mercury. How you feeling about All right. it? So, Wish from Mercury, uh, a very, very, very good ending episode. I thought it was amazing. They definitely stepped the animation up. But uh, let's say, if we're going to talk about how they, they brought this part of the anime to an end, it was a great close. I hate cliffhangers, but it's one of those things that's like, the way this episode ended, the cliffhanger was perfect. Mm. Um, uh, slight spoiler alert. Uh, to me, the ending showed a different aspect of the Gundam curse because if you pilot a Gundam, people have to die, right? It's, it's, I mean, any weapon in general, they're going to die, but it, it, to me, it showed the, the mentality of not only someone who's being, we call her the gaslight, gaslighting queen, her mother, uh, she's being essentially being gaslit by her mother and led into thinking that she has to defend all these people or everyone's going to die, which is somewhat true, but she ends up pushing her daughter into killing people. And then she not thinking, you know, thinking that what she's doing is honorable and good. She's kind of smiling through all of it without, it's like, cause you would think of a, think of a child who was told to slaughter and kill people and thinks they're doing the absolute best thing 
gets out and it's like I saved all my friends with a smile on her face and like how could you smile after you know killing somebody like that that was gruesome mm. uh, beautiful ending though um, everything about it was on point the pacing was was fire animation fire sound design fire uh, and the conclusion to a lot of these characters that uh, if you've watched the series you are or this part of the series you you have grown in love within these 12 episodes fire uh, so yeah um I loved it. Excited for for part two to see what what really happens. This is probably one of my favorite conclusions to a Gundam season in a while. Mm, interesting. Yeah, because y'all know I ain't gonna watch it, so I'm glad to tell you. Um, <laughs> I got you, bro. That's dope, man. That's dope. Really good to hear that. Uh, let's talk about some of the uh, new ones that dropped that we uh, that finally released after the mm-hmm. break. So, a couple of new ones that dropped, including Villain Saga season two. Very, very sick episode. And by sick, I mean like actually sick, like not even good sick, but like sick because it had mostly to do with um, slavery, the slavery of the Viking times, which is always interesting to see and seeing how it's portrayed and written. I really do like the way they uh, portray this little small little short story, though. It was very interesting to see Um, just just a little little different side of it it and it also it was one of the ones that that came back this season without needing to really remind us um what's actually going on mm-hmm. because it was kind of it's kind of mysterious like i like the, this mysterious aspect of like how the hell and this is spoilers for season two episode one of Phil and saga so if you haven't watched season one, this would be a spoiler to you. But how the hell did Thorf, Thorfinn get to where he is? But we didn't figure it out until the end of the episode because they had this little uh, anthology-like story of this guy who became a slave after his village was ransacked and, and pillaged by Vikings. And that was it was so fucking dope. It was mm-hmm. so dope the way they told that story. Venom that- Saga was pretty good. It just came out. It's like, you know what it reminded me of? What's up? Horizon. Yep. And but what I mean by that <laughs> I is, know what you mean. You already know what I mean. Which for those of you that don't know, Horizon Zero Dawn came out on PlayStation 4 right before Breath of the Wild, Zelda Breath of the Wild. So Horizon Zero Dawn was a pretty good game, but it came out with one of the best games that year came out, which was Zelda Breath of the Wild. So during the game awards, it won all the, it didn't win any awards that it was nominated for because Breath of the Wild took it. Uh, everybody forgot that Zero Dawn even existed because Breath of the Wild came out right after, like literally days after. And then you had Horizon, the second game, which was Forbidden West, came out right before Elden Ring came out. And Elden mm-hmm. Ring fucking blew the internet apart. So like everybody forgot about Horizon Forbidden West. But that's what Villain Saga is to me because when Villain Saga came out, we had Vivi, Fluoride, uh, Fluoride Song. We had 86... <laughs> what else did we have when, when Villain Saga Season 1 came out? I thought Villain Saga came out before that. I thought Villain Saga Season 1 came out with like Fire Force stuff like that. Was it? I, I, I thought it came out with I, I thought okay. it came out with Fire Force, Dr. Stone. That's crazy because that's other uh, stuff we were definitely watching more than that. It was so forgettable. No, it was Astro Lost in Space. I'm sorry. Yeah, because we were not going to watch Villain Saga with Astro not, not as hard as Astro Lost in Space. That's right. That's correct because it was and, 2019 of summer. And and not to not to take anything away from Venice side, because I think that they did a great job with the character development. And that was Fire Force, you're right. In that yeah. story. Uh 
it just came out with some stuff that we just we had to show love for. Yeah, and and that was like and that was 2019, so that was when the show first started, right? Mm-hmm. And we we strived ourselves on we prided ourselves. I'm I'm sorry to finding ones that we know that everybody's not watching. While we did enjoy Vinland Saga and we talked about Vinland Saga, we like, yo, this Astralos in space is the shit. <laughs> yo, this Fire Force is crazy. Yo, I forgot what else came out in 2019 in summer, but now I really want to look at look that up. Vinland Saga uh, is my hero season two. Yikes. Um, I mean, that was a good season. That season was before four. the season started to fall off. Oh, season four? No, nah, season four. Oh, I thought you said season two, my bad. No, nah, I did on accident. Um, yeah, Astro Lost in Space. And we had a... Actually, wasn't that much. Maybe... Uh, Damn it, Lord, we tried. <laughs> you know, we, we didn't watch that until that season was over. That's true. That's <laughs> valid. That's valid. <laughs> That wasn't one of the ongoing ones we had. That's insane. But yeah, interesting enough, man. Um, uh, I still like Villain Saga, though. It's real good. And I am excited for his return because the way this this beginning episode went off, yeah. it, it did give us, like I said, they, they continue to give us really good storytelling. Um, I think the characters, like, self, like, uh, monologues and their monologues, really always good. really good. Um and visually it is still relatively pleasing it's you know it's 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 good so uh you know mappa has dropped the ball one or two times but it ain't they ain't they ain't never dropped it like like uh what was it what was what what did mappa make that we didn't like Um, yeah Um, there you go i'm gonna be honest with you i prefer um the original animation in villain saga over the mappa the new Mm -hmm. mappa look always felt so uh, how does thick? I guess, or like too of a better word, maybe it's too heavy on the lines. But just everything looks boxier and just like thick. Mm-hmm. Villain Saga season one was done by Wish Studio, and Wish Studio did, I think personally, a way better job on environments. That like, like it it was it's beautiful, like absolutely beautiful with. What 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 wit does with environments, mm-hmm. and then even the characters. The characters didn't feel as as I don't know square, Robloxy to me. I feel like everybody in Mappa's animation look kind of square. As you said that, I'm literally thinking about that uh, snow scene, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like that snow and and those trees were beautiful, gorgeous, man. I I I don't know, man. Maybe we'll have to rank our favorite studios and find out where's what's where, but. That'd be a fun. That'd be a fun episode. I like that. You know, we'll, we'll probably do that maybe next week, because the week after that is going to be elimination time to figure out mm-hmm. what shows is staying and what state shows is going. Um, but yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, next week we, we go. Next week we're gonna talk animation or our favorite studios. What's up? Uh, kinda. Uh, are we still talking about the new, the new stuff? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. It's Kana of the Great Snow. Kana of the Great Snow Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, another new one that just came out. First episode. Uh, new second new episode comes out. So before you get to that, I saw yeah, 100% CGI. When I saw that in the description, I ignored it. I completely said, fuck this show. I'm not watching it. Uh, Does it look good? 
uh, <laughs> uh, visually, it's not my favorite. All right. Okay. Um, With an average score is 63, so I probably won't yeah. watch it. Visually, it is not my favorite. Is it interesting? It's like a post-apocalyptic world where um, they, they live on this outer layer of this planet that, that keeps getting holes blown into it. And there's these like insects that are, that are repairing these holes so that essentially they don't get drawn in and, and killed by what's going on on this, um, on this planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to see where it goes. There, there's a lot of worry about where our main character is going to do when the older people die, that kind of stuff. Uh, I do want to see where it goes. I'm going to be real though. I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to stick with it. Um, just to be completely honest, because I, I did pick it up because I saw the uh, the father of Vash picked it up over at uh, uh, Dad's Need to Talk podcast. Um, it, it's cool. Um, if they don't do something that really draws me in, I'm not sure yet though. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, it's not looking good as far as the anime ratings go and like reviews and stuff. But again, I don't really pay too much attention to those. I always like to get an initial look at that. But then I look at after that, I look at the categories and like the category said that when they said 100 percent CGI, I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, another new one that is it. Oh, yeah. Another new one that came out was actually the Fruit of Evolution season two. Um, boy. This one is a guilty pleasure. It has to be because it's not good. I think I said this for season one. It's not a good show. But it's 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 funny, you know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of yeah. It's it, it's slapstick. It's just slapstick comedy that's just kind of silly. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't recommend it at all. So I'm not gonna go too much into it. But it's season two and it's gonna be watched by me because it's sort of kind of like a comfort food, I guess. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We have our comfort. Exactly. Exactly. And then finally, the the final new thing, at least for me, I don't know about you, but for me was uh, campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill. Did you watch this one? I didn't watch that one yet. I do have it on my panel oh, watch. But I watched one that you didn't watch. You going okay? So you got one more after this one then? Mm-hmm. Cool. You gonna like this one though? Really, really good. Um. Okay. So this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, normal business guy, gets no. Let's let's start here. This, these students get transported to another world. These four, I think it's four students. No, it's it's three students. It's a guy and two girls. They get transported to another world, and they're brought into another world from a hero summit. Typical isekai, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is also something you can pick up, Hugh and TJ. But typical typical isekai, they get picked up. They look, they hold this mirror up to like one of the guys. The guys is like, oh, you're the hero. You're the hero capable of wielding the hero sword. And they go over to the to the girl. Oh, you're the mage that's capable of wielding hero magic. Oh, you're the cleric that's capable of wielding healing magic. Did I say that already? Mm-hmm. Mage is fire magic and then healing magic. So basically it's this little party that gets brought Look behind the students. There is this regular guy in a business suit, about thirty years old, with his bag. He was accidentally summoned to this world too. <laughs> they hold the mirror up to him, the salary man. Okay, they hold the mirror up to him, and it says his skill is online grocery. 
and that's it. <laughs> so, so he gets transported to this world. His skill is online grocery. The king says, "You know what? Okay, we're gonna keep keep the students here. We're gonna train them up. Here's here's some gold. Uh, we didn't mean to do this. We're sorry. Go." So they give him like twenty gold to keep to give him basically hush money for him to uh, not talk about him being summoned here. And this is how shit is ensues. Um, he goes to like different places, get clothes to matches because he comes in in a full business suit. And this is like medieval time. So these people looking at him like they're crazy. Right. So he changes clothes and he and he goes into an inn with his gold and trying to figure out how this world works. And he's he's experimenting. He's like, OK, so like, what am I going to do now? OK, he opens up this menu and he looks at the skill that says <laughs> He, he summons the skill online grocery and it brings up literally it brings up a web page of the modern day grocery store. OK, <laughs> basically what he does is he puts one of the medieval coins into to this little slot on this web page. And it basically gives him the the gro- the food from his world to now this medieval time. And he basically uses that skill to help to help cook some good stuff for this party in which some other stuff and so I'm not going to go into too deep of a spoiler because what's actually what actually happens is very interesting so check that out um it's very good show very very good show very silly nice likable Bane character um so far and I'm looking forward to seeing where the hell this is gonna go I was gonna ask and, and it's done by Mappa which is strangely enough it looks good I need it and was going I was going to ask how did he get transported to another world and his skill is grocery shopping online <laughs> grocery shopping yep. because I, I was going to be like bro do they have internet there like are we are we in a, a world where there's internet but they still use the magic and stuff I, I need to know bro it's actually a little gem this one is pretty good too I'm not going to lie it had me it had me captivated it's like what the fuck because the thing that happens is like yo Nah, this is about to be crazy. This is about to be crazy. I love that's, it. I already love it. That's the kind of attitude you get towards it when you're watching it. Like, oh shit, this is about to something crazy is about to happen with this now. I, it's shocking that how the fuck did Mappa do this? Vinland Saga, fucking everything else they got going on. But Chainsaw Man just happens to do this random isekai. Very interesting stuff. Seventy four on a on a Annulus. So rated pretty high. So hear me out. Talk to me. I'm about to I'm about to talk about high card. Okay. Yes, I need to watch this. Um, I'm watching now. Hear me out. And Polo, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't necessarily think you're gonna like it. Interesting. It's and and you might you might like it because you liked uh what was it called uh K Project. Yeah, I like K Project. Yes. Are you talking okay. about um, Kakaguri? I think it's called. Yeah, it, it has that kind of vibe. Um, Is that not, what you not Kakaguri. No, no, no. It's a, it's like an action anime, like where they all have like their own kind of powers and stuff like okay. that. Okay, yeah, uh, but it reminds me of K Project. Um, with a little with like a spin, right? The spin is that, uh, and this is without going into too much spoilers, but you'll see it. This is the first episode, so it is what it is. Um, every not everybody, but there are a certain amount of cards. You don't know how many cards are officially out there yet, but it's called High Card because 
these these gambling cards all have powers, right? Guy has uh, a ten of clubs, um, but our guy has a two of spades. If you know how to play like you know spades or other games, a two is a really good card in a lot of scenarios. Um, you know, especially if you're trying to get to twenty one or whatever. But basically, uh, the the premise of it is that a lot of these people are gamblers. The cards will do different to give you different effects. One guy, his card gave him luck, right? Where you could literally not cause any harm to him whatsoever. Um, didn't matter what you did, what you what you tried to do, you couldn't cause any harm to him. Now you can cause harm to his family, but him, his physical person, presence didn't matter. What you want to try, shoot him anything, it always worked in his favor. Um, he had to sacrifice his card just because he didn't want to get his family hurt. But it's just like it, the the concept is really interesting. We just have to see how they play on it. Uh, because the the characters and and the the characters might be better going forward, but our main character to me, they didn't give us enough time to really understand him or or get an idea of who he is. And we might get more of that in the next episode, uh, because it seems like they're gonna give us uh, introductions to like what this actually is, like more actual details. Um, I'm going to say at least watch like the first three episodes because that's at least what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to stick with it because it kind of has like that uh, that meathead action. Oh, feel. God, that's why you said I won't like it. No, it's not just that, though. I just don't know where the substance is yet is what is my thing. I see. I see. I, I'm not I'm not sure if the characters are even going to be likable or if this is just going to be battle of the week shonen um, kind of vibe. Got it. Art, art style. When I say mad decent, this is the mad decent where I'm saying it's actually better than decent. Um, it's it's mad decent. The only thing I didn't like was the CGI car chase. They made me think about uh, the Fate movie and how good they did CGI car chases and how bad this one was. <laughs> so but my other question, than that, my question, it how was is it animated? Funny. Other than the um, CGI car chase, it was it's it's regular like 2D animation. Yeah, but is it, it like did, solid? Yeah, the and the actual characters themselves and like the environment when it's not CGI was great. The only CGI that I really saw that that bothered me was the vehicles. Other okay. than that, like the the animation was actually pretty pretty clean, flawless, uh, decent frame rate, no, yeah, no no messy areas. Yeah, because I'm looking at it now, and the, the studio that did it is like a support studio. Um, mm-hmm. they had the studio had one other one other anime that they've done but they mostly just work on support stuff so like their studio Hibari um, they supported Classroom of the Elite they supported a bunch of Bakugans um, a Boy Loves movie they supported like they they could they they support a bunch of typical like shonen action shoujo shit so the CGI, I can definitely see they supported Bakugan because the, the cars look like fucking Bakugan and I hate Bakugan CGI so much. Uh, but um, in Tekken Bloodlines too, by the way. Well, Tekken Bloodlines wasn't that bad. It just yeah, they was super, it was super sharp. Um, but that's the style they were going for. Um, what I did love about it though, outside of like, what seemed to be like an interesting like plot device like with the the power system the power system seems interesting uh the sound sound design mm-hmm. in this first episode was beautiful polo it was beautiful i loved the music it had like because they were in a, a a casino 
and it really made me feel like I was at a casino and listening to that music. The colors were on point. They were mm. like like vibrant when they need to be vibrant, dark and sketchy when they need to be dark and sketchy. So they really nailed that part of it extremely on point. It was just like the CGI was the only part that was like, that this is kind of dookie water. <laughs> yeah, so episode two comes out by the time y'all are hearing this. We only got episode one. Episode two comes out in apparently four hours and we're recording at 1 a.m. Uh, on Sunday. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's... It's been pretty cool. It's been a pretty great winter so far. I will say this though, nothing so far for me has, has topped the angel next door. Mm-hmm. Um, even even another one of my favorites, by the grace of guys, too, has been really good. Um, yeah. Uh, Spy Classroom. Did you watch that yet? I did watch Spy Classroom. What did you think? Um, I preferred. Uh, uh, not classroom elite. I prefer assassination uh, classrooms intro better, but I like how they kind of got active with with like episode two. Yes, to me that felt like a very very nice placement for let's actually get into it kind of thing. I agree. And I really enjoyed that. I agree. I did see uh, Rob J say he didn't like that pacing, but I think he's bugging. Cause it was it was it was perfect. Cause we, I'm glad that we didn't get that same try to stop me kind of shit. Like we're into yeah. the shit now. We're we're partially into some shit to help them get to the next level, and it's to help them get to the next level. I think that's fire. And, and that's what intrigued me was not just that gets to the next level part, but the explanation of yes. this has been attempted before. Yep. And I was part of that group, and it failed. But I just didn't show up to that part. But it, you know, that was hard. I yep. like that. Yep, uh, everything about it, like it's it gave you more attachment to the teacher, help you get to know the girls a bit better, and I feel confident that it's going to continue to to pop to pop off. So, and, and remember, Polo and I don't talk about anime before we start no, recording. Not at so all. We didn't. We had no idea that I actually enjoy episode two, and he was going to be on the same page, which is crazy because, like, I you know, I was expecting you to probably like both episodes though, because I, I kind of know you a little bit. <laughs> but no, it's it, it's I liked it a lot actually. I definitely did. I thought it was funny enough, well paced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, with that being said, man, let's go ahead and uh, roll into the recommendation roulette. It's my turn to roll a number, so let's do that really quick. Thousand seven. Isn't that what we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. Uh, 2020. Goodness gracious. We've been getting modern years lately like crazy. 2020 recommendation. Uh, uh, obviously, it's going to be a non-popular one. It won't be Gleepnir or Akudama Drive. Definitely won't be either one of those terrible twos. Um. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Tony Kawa over the moon. For you, I've talked about this plenty of times before. Tony Kawa had one of my favorite intros of this year, of that year, 2022 or 2020. Uh, Studio Seven Arcs. Seven Arcs, I don't think I've heard of outside of Tony Kawa Over the Moon, but they apparently did quite a few things that I want to check out. Um, Yeah, quite a few slice of life, actually. 
and a bunch of bunch of magical girl stuff. Interestingly enough, oh, and they also did Blue Period. Hmm, oh, that was man. That that's a banger. That's a that's banger a for sure. Yeah. Um, so, what you got? My recommendation is, and I actually uh, watched this one, binged it in in a day for podcast three episode rule. Um, Somali in the forest spirit. Okay. Yep. I do it's, remember uh, talking about that. Yeah, pretty solid one. Um, I actually did not watch it when it released. It was like shortly after, but yeah, definitely worth the watch. Cool, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Oh shit! Can I change my? No. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me. I, I, I don't want to anyway. Because we've been getting the same years lately, so I, I gotta. I gotta save. You gotta it. save it. <laughs> yep. I gotta save it for the next time we get twenty. Hey, look, I am not gonna lie. This recommendation roulette had made me go back and pick up stuff because I want to make sure I got something in the in the chamber. For yes, these bro. Years, bro. Yes. I mean, luckily enough, I've watched a lot of shit throughout the the past year, so I'm I'm kind of good there on that. But yeah, many different genres. <laughs> or a Suki OV, I'm sure it's pretty much hilarious. Um. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna spoil my hero, the most recent episode, um, Angel Next Door, and as well as what was the third thing? I forgot already. Um. Oh, Misfit Demon King. Misfit Demon King Academy. We'll be right back after these. Sweet. 
and welcome black to episode 187 of my check waifu waifu make sure you follow us on instagram at my check waifu waifu on tiktok at my check waifu waifu and on twitter at my check waifu just one waifu there we are back to spoil my hero man let's do that shall we we're going to spoil episode 15 of my hero academia yeah like i said this is my favorite episode of the season so far a lot of good episodes this se- this season, and it doesn't. This being my favorite doesn't take away the fact that all of the rest of this season has been really, really good. But for some reason, and I can't tell you why, I don't think this one was extremely, extremely good. What was it? Maybe it was the repercussions and and consequences of of everything that happened and went on. Um. I will say this. I still hate all for one though. Mm-hmm. Like he's still a terrible villain, but for some reason I really enjoy what he did. You know what I mean? Like going there right. and like, I'm not going to give him a chance to rest. I mean, I'm going to blow this motherfucker up. And I'm blow a that. demon today yeah. and every day. Yeah. And, I, and blow that motherfucker up. He did. He definitely blew that motherfucker up by going to different prisons, including the prison where he's being held and freeing everyone. It's going to after the heroes just literally risk their fucking lives to stop the League of uh, or not. Well, the uh, whatever the League of Villains, whatever you want to call them, uh, the Liberation Front or whatever. After they got their asses beat and no time to recover whatsoever. Now the world is filled with villains from well, not the world, but Japan is filled with the villains from eight prisons, nine prisons. Like, how fucking insane is that to have to deal with? Uh, and one of those prisons being the max security prison, by the way. I, I feel like um, the way this, this episode steps into the darkness, right? Sure. This was a direct step into... This is the the descent of Japan, essentially. This is where the villains finally get their moment to say, we ride, (laughs) we out. Um, And this is what we about to do. Um, And I I do think that it was nice not to necessarily see that action, but to see that, like you said, that consequence, that the weight of that specific situation. Mm -hmm. Because yes, the heroes did their thing. Technically, the heroes made the villains retreat, but also the not heroes did loss. not get, yeah, not without loss, because we definitely saw a lot of loss. We did see that some people didn't die, but we definitely saw that, you know, some people did die. Some bodies were caught. Um, so that happened, but not only were some bodies caught, no one, and I mean, I feel like really only one major villain passed right and that was twice because of what his actual quirk was other than that no real villains of of consequence or substantial worth die and now they just let out more villains some of which we haven't even seen before are i mean it 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 literally just shows you what what might be shaking up in the world yeah and they don't have an all might right now they don't have an all might right now. <laughs> they don't even have an endeavor. So <laughs> they don't have a hawks. They don't have a hawks. They don't have a they, fucking bunny chick that everybody cosplay with with they, arms and legs. 
the laser dude got body bagged. Uh, Sukiyomi, the tree dude. Yeah. Uh, midnight. Uh, <laughs> Best gene is going to have to re- recover. Yeah, yeah, it, it's looking real grim for even the top ten heroes. <laughs> yep. So I mean, when you think about it, we're they're f- la fucked, if you will. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it's looking real dirty and grimy for them. Yeah, um, I love it though. I love it. It was so it was so well paced, so beautifully directed. Actually, like the direction of this shit was so well done. I mean, from the moment he. Even when Shigaraki was fighting with all for one, like, yo, give me back my body. That shit was lit. I love, I just love the way this, this episode felt. Um, and you felt the consequences. And it was just, it was as again, as much as I hate all for one, it was a genius move to, to move the way he moved. Um, using no moves, which never get tired. They don't have to eat dinner. Ever. It's, ever. So it's like, why not? Everybody else is down. Who's going to come stop us? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing you could do to stop them. And uh, it was it's genius. It's an absolute genius episode. I can't wait to see what, what's going to happen. Definitely my favorite of the season so far. Yeah, I was going to say you don't have a choice but to wait. Um, <laughs> now, I mean, I mean, I guess we don't have to go into too much because like, that's really all that happened, yeah. right? Uh, it, it was a lot of just like Outside dialogue, of and, yeah, yeah. Was, and and basic progress, right? Yep. Um. So what's your, what's your gut check? What do you think is coming coming to the to to Japan? I don't know. I, obviously, it's going to be what I'm looking forward to mostly seeing is Todoroki seeing. It. Obviously, it's probably his mom. So to seeing his mom pull up on him, I. I I need to know what that's going to be like because that's just the moment I saw that that's I think that's when it became my favorite episode was when she strolled in or whatever because beautiful. it was yeah it's it's like bittersweetly beautiful because now I got a feeling she's going to be um she's going to be like I'm okay you know um now that I know that Toya is alive or whatever I'm you do what you got to do. That's what I want to happen. Probably mm-hmm. not, but that's what I want to happen. But it just, it just feels her, the importance of his mom coming in there. It just feels good. Um, under the, even in these dark circumstances, she was the light in the darkness, I guess <laughs> the ice of a fire that was set, you know? Yep. yep. <laughs> so I, I did enjoy that. But I'm 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 just looking I'm looking forward to to what's going to happen next. I don't really actually do gut checks again because, like I said, you already know, so it's boring. Yeah, it's no fun. I, I would tell you, and I'm not I'm not doing a gut check. I'm just saying, I would really like some downtime action. <laughs> yes, yes, I want some comedy beats, bro. <laughs> that, that two and a, that twenty five second comedy beat we got with Bakugo uh, leaving his hospital bed. I'm like, man, I needed that brevity. I need yeah. more. <laughs> and, and I don't have a problem with constant heat, right? Like, sure. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But I, I would like low key, and I, I know it sounds crazy because we, we for this anime, we have literally been like, this is stupid for them to do certain stuff like this. But sure. cool us down a bit, bro. <laughs> now would be the time. <laughs> now would be the time to slow us down, even if it's just like an episode. Yes. 
slow us down for an episode and then get back to the chaos because like i need to breathe i and, need to and the thing is is yes we always do complain about my hero and it's pacing right it's okay for you to have downtime but like we don't we don't never get mad about downtime look tail starting to love slice of life i always love slice of life like that's all slice of life is downtime mostly so we we can we can advocate for some slow time and as long as it's put in the right place and paced well we'll be okay with it but this time we haven't had that it's just like okay i gotta go ahead and watch my hero i gotta crack my neck and my knuckles and shit i'm like okay i know it's gonna be some shit and, and we're not saying that was bad. Like, no, like not at all. We, we were very pleased with what was happening. It's Absolutely. Just, you know, it's it's almost like you've been racing all day. Yes, bro. <laughs> Sprint twenty four right, miles me, or something. Let some me shit. take these shoes off or something. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me sit back for a minute before we get back to the BS. I need to relax, man. Yeah, that's true. This is big true. But good stuff, man. I'm I'm looking forward to more. Just please, I do want a break. Give me a fuck. Give me a uh, <laughs> give me a filler episode. <laughs> <laughs> they can give it. They can do that. They At got this time. point, give me a fucking filler. Uh, Pull me back. Pull me out of the darkness. <laughs> it's dark. It's dark as fuck out there. It's right dark now, as fuck, bro. It's, <laughs> it's probably gonna get even darker, man. Let's talk about some light, man. What about this angel, bro? Oh my god. Okay. Now I got a feeling you're gonna say the same thing. I was. I'm gonna say. But it's something about these two characters that are absolutely perfect. I'm perfect characters. Talk to me. I'm gonna tell you what it is, right? I think that what makes these two characters perfect is that she is clearly the angel, right? She's the angel sure. next door. Yeah, of course. But let's also just say, fuck it. Bro is also the angel next door, too. Like, mm. and I think that's what makes them so perfect because it's like while they have their differing like personalities and everything like that, mm. they're both completely likable. They are both entirely likable characters. They said the angel Bruh. next door. Which one is the angel next door, bro? Because we know she's the angel. We know, and I'm giving you air quotes, we know she's the angel. Mm-hmm. But who's the angel? Because they're both kind of spoiling each other. They're both Interesting, the angel. bro. You just dropped a fucking bar. You just have to big bar because they are. They both are the angels to each other because you think about it. She's spoiling him riding with feeding him food and, and and stuff like that. And he's spoiling her riding with making sure she's OK when she hurts her ankle or the umbrella and the umbrella like like a guardian angel would. Holy fuck. Tell what a what a bar, bro. Now I'm blown back. I'm in my slice life bag. You are. It's crazy because you're absolutely right. Like they're both the angel next door spoils me rotten. It's no, it's no one or the other kind of shit. And what I like about it is he's, he's literally the perfect school protagonist for something like this. He's chill. He doesn't overthink and overcomplicate things. He's not a nervous, irritating wreck. He understands like, and he's literally the things that's going on. Like, okay, I'm not, I can't, I can't like this girl. She's just not my type. Everybody likes this girl. And I feel that. I fucking feel that, bro. 
he's 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 not overconfident he's not underconfident he doesn't overstep bounds he doesn't understep bounds yep. he is doing what he said he was going to do he is also doing what he said he's not going to do Bro, these, conver- is- these conversations that they have with each other are so perfect because it's like yo he's like well you shouldn't do this because what if i'm dangerous and she's like well if you were dangerous then you would have been fawning over me like everybody else and i wouldn't be here in the first fucking place Mm-hmm. It's like it's yeah, just, I would have took my step back. Yeah, it's just like it's a back and forth between two titans, man. And I'm not talking about a on Titans. I'm talking about the the metaphorical term Titan. <clears throat> and they're like they're boxing, man. And it's really fucking good to see to see him slip. We already saw her pseudo slipping with her. You know how she's blushing and shit. To see him mm-hmm. finally start to slip too in like these two episodes, it's been great, man. It's been great. Genius move with what he did for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love that. Like you said, that slip to me that was one of the most important parts, right? Because, Very natural yeah, too. These characters, in terms of how they view each other, they don't view each other as each other's type, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and technically, I mean, did she really say that he's not her type? Correct. No, she did not. But he, but she said, "I don't think I'm your type." Mm-hmm. Right. The, the the cool aspect about this is the this fact song. that it is portrayed in the sense of which like these characters are not necessarily compatible, but we see nothing but compatibility. Mm-hmm. We we have seen nothing but uh, greatness from them because they don't have to talk in school yet after school, two days a week, three days a week, every day. What is it? these characters are capable of hanging out and i mean for them for their dynamic it works perfectly fine they don't need anything more anything less um and i feel like we don't have a choice but to see it progress though because this is one of those scenarios where we did not intend on liking each other but we realized that this is what love is this is what it is it's just it just happens man what i love about it too is and this is gonna sound crazy but one of my favorite scenes in this entire show was when um, was when they were in the kitchen. He was doing the dishes and she was drying them. I'm like, this is the most perfect scene <laughs> or shot you can see. Like, it's just a beautiful picture. And it's nothing, nothing happened. Nothing like romantic happened in that. But you don't think about that until you step, step back and look from a third person perspective of how perfect they look together. It's just... It's just an amazing show and a great storytelling so far. Like she tried to save a cat from a tree, fucked up her ankle. He sees her sitting there and notices all these things like, oh, OK, come on, let's let's take care of this. And he takes he takes care of her, bro. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, and I could 100 percent be just like. So in love with like the aspect of the like the, the romance in this anime or the possibility of the romance in this anime that I've. I love the art style in terms of how the art actually puts these characters together. Shout out to Project I, I'm telling you, bro. I love the art style. I feel like they've chosen like the perfect, like the softness to the colors. Like they're almost like pastel colors to fit these characters. I love this art so much, bro. You know my favorite part? What's up? The fact that there's more to the angel than meets the eye. There's mm-hmm. uh, there's there's been hints. I don't really celebrate birthdays, birthdays mm-hmm. thing. 
I don't know how to receive presents or every time something is mentioned with her parents or back home or she gets a little cagey or every time she's called an angel, she gets offended. It's like mm-hmm. these these characteristics characteristics of her shows that there's a, some deeper story to her that I can't wait to learn about. And and like you said, even with let's 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 dive a little bit deeper. Um, when they were talking about the gift, right? She said she wanted a wet, a wet stone. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want a wet stone? That's a, a completely, <laughs> that's a completely odd gift for a high school student. Like a girl like you, that is a weird gift, bro. Like Very. calm down, get something different. And she said, what did she say? She said, the, the rarer, the better, you know, like this trait that I want, this is so rare, makes it even better for me. And it's yeah. like, almost like she's intending and trying to stand out um while you know not necessarily trying to stand out like she she has a reason for her to seem like more adult and grown than she is so like you said when you bring up the parents maybe maybe her parents ain't never home yeah she had to raise herself basically and yeah they even talked about her having to get good grades or else she's She's screwed. Same same deal goes with him. He has to make sure he gets good grades. I think he's like pretty much normal. I think he lives a relatively normal life. His parents just like just good good grades and you can stay living on your own. But her, on the other hand, I think it's something more to her. And it's yeah. it, it's it feels like it's it's surrounded by a little bit of sadness. She had to study a year in advance. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm 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 just throwing out little details like sure. To, to study a year in advance, like I get it. Like a lot of a lot of people study stuff sooner than they needed to. But why is she doing it on top of everything else? Exactly, exactly. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. That's what again makes this so good because it's it's more than just a, a typical slice of life. Even though it has every single typical trope, it's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's very 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 intriguing. Great sleeper, Polo. Great choice, bro. Great choice. My sleeper's good, too. No, absolutely. Absolutely good. <laughs> that most recent episode was fire. I'm sad yes. we didn't get to talk about it. We might need to change that next week, depending on what, what happens in a day and six hours when that episode releases. Um, and then let's go to, last but not least, the Misfit Demon King Academy 2. Man, again, like I said, it, it's not. it wasn't a bad thing, per se but it is a lot of fucking dialogue. Like there's times where I'm like, shit, shit. <laughs> the, the top bar and the bottom bar. Yeah, top bar and bottom bar was going at the same time sometimes. And it was just a lot of shit that I was like, I felt like I was exercising reading it, but reading it, I'm like, oh, this is fucking fascinating because the, the rules of everything is, is getting turned upside down for this because before he was basically doing whatever he could to stay hidden so he can figure out who this fake Demon King is. Now they pretty much got who the fake Demon King is and now they're trying to do everything to expose the fact that he is fake and that I'm the real one. So it's about to be a whole different dynamic. Uh, it's a whole fucking flop north is south and south is north now with what mm-hmm. is going on in this world and I'm intrigued to see what the hell is going on between these uh, childs of God. And what what I thought was interesting is is the game itself, right? Yeah. Oh Arnold's, yeah, I forgot about that. 
I absolutely love how Anos thinks um, because it's like the character himself is portrayed in such a uh, omnipotent fashion, right? Mm. He's a a demon king, right? He is not necessarily supposed to be on the level of a god, but he's Anos Vodigo. Y'all, let me look at the camera. He's Anos Vodigo. He is uh unfuckwittable, obviously. Yeah. Um, he 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 broke this game down. He told you, I don't need all those extra turns. Give me nine. Yeah, speed this up. He told me, he told dude, look, this game, you you changed you placed a false memory in your mind to beat me. <laughs> told bro, you can't beat me. I literally know that you put a false memory in your mind. You don't even know who it is. So why would it even matter? <laughs> I'm like, Anos is a demon. I mean, obviously, but he's yeah. a demon demon. <laughs> like, Big time. That it's the, the fact that he can see through all of that. He, he figured out the fact that you didn't really want to kill me. You wanted my subordinate more than anything. Right. To weaken so him it, in any kind of way. Right to to do whatever you can and like like the like it the whole concept of how he how he breaks down everything has always been amazing. But this is just another show of force that's not a show of force. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a show of mental fortitude and and just genius. I I really enjoy seeing Anos just talk through whatever he wants to talk through. It's beautiful. Yeah, and even looking at the supporting cast, right? Like the the. Uh, and I'm just, just gonna do a little gut check now, is but the the childs of God, I think they're all the childs of, of of God. Um, every last one of them is the answer, is the correct answer to that question that that dude was asking in that game. In my personal opinion, that's what I think. And that goes to show how powerful they became. Like you got the hero. Um, I think the the girl is is the one the, the girl that the hero was with. I think she has yet to awaken yet, but when she does, it's gonna be fucking insane. Um, and then you got the other one that was uh, a part of the other school from season one that ended up coming to the to the Demon School Academy. It's like it's they're so powerful that it's fucking <laughs> it's going to be. It was so good to see them just work because at first watching episode one, you think, oh, they're in trouble. Nah, I know I did. I really did think they were in trouble. I can't even mm-hmm. pretend like I didn't. Like, oh, this is how they started off? This is about to be crazy. I wonder who this big bad is. Nah, none of them stood a chance against any one of these motherfuckers. And Misha, she was like, hold up. Jesus Christ, a whole ice I, castle. I made an ice castle before, but this is an ice coliseum. <laughs> this is an ice planet, because you going to have to hold this L. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up froze her solid after that too. This is incredible, man. It's so good to see. But yeah, man, I I mean, sliding into the gut check, I think I think they're all the childs of God. And now they are part of the Demon King's tyranny. House, whatever you want to call it. I'm not so hear me out. I'm not sure who the child of God is, right? Because I thought they made like a, a, a they they intentionally show Misha as being like the child of God, like or like overpower in that scenario. I think that 
it's gonna be something wild um and unhinged almost like it's the child of god might end up being like i know some self that's what you want it to be it's it, it is kind of but i just feel like so look the, at what he can do so the reincarnation of him is him being the child of god no, it's him like because i don't think i think he knows uh that yes, this is the power of the demon king. But like, I think he's even made statements of like, before, back in my previous life, I would have never been able to do this. But now, with who I am now, I can do this. And I think that that means that it, it doesn't necessarily mean he is the only child of God, like the child of God, like you said. I think that him and everyone that he has been working with, like you said, those people that they showed as his main like party, I think himself and them are all, like you said, the child of God, because it, it's, it's the only thing that really almost makes sense to me because Anos is, like, like I said, unfuckwittable. It's there's, there's hard to find something that matches him. Right. And his own subordinates are also now officially on a whole other level. Like even the people who have learned from Anos can't compete with them. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, I don't... What other... What other explanation could it be I think they made it intentional to the fact that when the guy answered the question of who's the child of God it was multiple yeses mm-hmm. so it wasn't going to be a child so when it with that being said with it being multiple yeses it, you have to assume that all four of the girls five four Misha, yeah four of the girls are it I mean that's I mean that's the only again Maybe I'm 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 Polo Domus or whatever again, and getting this shit right exactly. But I got a feeling that's what it is. I'm willing to uh to stake my claim on that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's 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 gonna happen next though, man? What's gonna happen next? All right, uh, gut check. I think they gotta find they gotta find the uh the fake they'll probably yeah they'll probably expose the fake next. Either expose or confront, right? Because they don't have to expose him mm-hmm. to the entire world, right? Yep. But they can confront him and and say like boom, I need you. I just want you to step down. He's not gonna step down. He's not gonna be like I'm I'm Avos or whatever his fake name is. He's not gonna step down. Uh, which is going to force Anos to do something in terms of like either stripping him of his power or you know whatever he has to do. I think they're gonna. That's what's gonna happen next. They're gonna confront him. Uh, he is. He's. I don't think he's gonna be that powerful though. Is Avos Shin? Shin being his old assistant, could that be him? I I thought that uh, the old dude was. Yeah, I thought the old dude was somebody different, though. And that's where I gets me confused because I because I, I I thought that at first too, and then I thought, but wait, I don't think he's actually the reincarnation of Shin. I think Shin is somebody completely different, but I can't remember season one that well enough to to confirm or deny that. But I do feel like uh, Shin oh, might no. be Avos. The, the one who was, yeah. Were you Were you talking about Canon? I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm thinking about 
the the last guy from the last from uh season one the the main antagonist was the human uh but he he definitely wasn't the one pretending to be Avo. so yeah. i'm trying to I, I'm. I don't. So you remember it's, how they? Yeah, it's probably one of his subordinates, but they were probably covering up his name for some specific reason. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, it's this is my gut check. I guess I'm thinking that Shin, which is the guy, the bodyguard that was bodyguarding that other lady for all those mm-hmm. years, uh, the, the 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 god of the forest or whatever, he was bodyguarding her after Avos or uh, Anos told him to. I think, um, he became Avos. And he's still protecting her because that was his mission for the rest of his time, the rest of his days. So I'm going to assume that she, because they had to show sh- sh- that flashback of Shin for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's who we're going to meet next episode. And we're going to find out that it's him. And it's like, look, I've, I've been protecting, you know, the God of the force or whatever that chick was um, this whole time, as you instructed under and, and- this false name for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, and that would make sense in terms of like why Anos hasn't been pressed to actually find him yep. specifically more just like stake his claim and saying that's not the demon god or demon right. king. Yep. So but now we know that he has to expose himself, which is gonna be fun to watch after watching Shadow. <laughs> Shadow in it eminence and shadow. I'm because funny. now we just get to see him be powerful, you know what I'm saying, without bullshit. And this is kind of what we wanted, right? Like, it's, it's kind of exactly what we wanted. I'm blurry. I know. I just kind of slouched in my chair and the, the picture behind me took over. Took Y'all over. got comfortable polo right now. Yeah, I'm chilling. Uh, but, I, man, it's been great so far. I'm glad it's back. I'm really shocked that it's back, but I'm glad it's back. Man, look, hear me out. It's got, it got so much love. Like, it way did. more love than, than we expected it to get. Absolutely. And I know we've talked about this before that uh, his voice, his new voice. I like his new voice, bro. I love it. It's, I, it's, it's, I do. It's, it's like a deeper, uh, more uh, robust. Ro- yeah, yeah, robust. Yeah, it's like it's like a deeper, more like overall, just dominant voice. Like yeah, dominant. Arnold, That's a good one. I'm Arnold's Vodigo versus I'm Arnold's Vodigo. Like yeah. I'm, I am that dude now. Uh, but he always been that dude. But it, I like the new voice better. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike Mike Check. That's probably my favorite Mike Check so far. Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?